Hey everybody, welcome to the Covenant Podcast today. Thanks for tuning in and being with us. Um, uh, we are um, in the middle of sort of talking to some people about their journey, their discipleship journey today. And so today we got a special guest with us. Um, everybody at Covenant will be familiar with this guy. Um, we've got with us the the myth, the legend, um, Mr. Chad Lovelace. Hey, Chad, how are you? Doing well, Dwan. Uh, glad to be here this afternoon to share a little bit of my message and word uh, with a group of loving family members that we have in our church and anybody else out there trying to listen to us today. Cool, cool. So um, one of the things I asked you to come and to talk to us about is um, many people, especially in our church community, know that um, right before Christmas, you um, you got COVID-19. And um, unlike many people <laughs> who got it that were, were young and and healthy, um, you didn't shake it off. And so it was um, uh, a, a long journey for you. And so many of us here, we prayed for you, we lifted you up. But um, I want, if you don't mind, just take some time to, to share with us kind of that story, what you went through. Because a lot of people don't know just what happened to you and the struggles because you darn near died two or three times. <laughs> Well, on December 18th, uh, me and my family were getting ready to go on a ski trip over the Christmas holidays. Uh, been planning for about six months. Uh, I had a headache for a couple of days and tested positive for COVID. Uh, so we canceled our little family uh, getaway. Uh, kids were brokenhearted, and we didn't have any Christmas presents around a Christmas tree come Christmas morning because they were all ski trip, uh, which was no big deal. Uh, went on about a business. Uh, went to the doctor uh by the 25th of my christmas eve i went to emergency room for the first time uh four days later the ambulance came and got me i couldn't breathe uh it really affected my lungs within a matter of about three days i couldn't breathe to get off the couch to go down the hall which is a uh, 50 feet uh, my lungs was the big issue uh by new year's eve uh my wife is taking me to shawnee to the hospital I thought I was really going to die. Uh, the mental mental issues I was having at the time with no oxygen. Uh, got up to Shawnee. They admitted me to ICU that night. Uh, started praying really hard. Uh, Lord, it's not my time to go. I, I've, I've got stuff on this earth left to do. Uh, it made me humble humble myself a lot uh, from where I was just a couple weeks before, there, before that when I was uh, – in pretty good health that I thought for a 46 year old man, uh, in a matter of weeks, it was, uh, very crippling, uh, not knowing that I can walk down the hall by myself, uh, on an oxygen bottle, uh, made me realize how thankful I was or lucky I was to be in the shape that I was, uh, and to have the life that lifestyle that I had going on, uh, throughout this, uh, our church family, I praise and I thank them so much. Uh, my wife at the same time was sick a week after myself. Uh, a church family was bringing us dinners and lunches and uh, just overwhelming us with the uh, joy and love that they share on a daily basis. Uh, it made me really, really, really happy to have the church family that we do have for the support and all the prayers that was uh, reached out for, for me and my family. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, people say all the time, and I'm sure you've heard this because I know, um, one of the things I love for you, you said, I talked to so-and-so, I invite them to come to church today, we'll come to church, you say that a lot, is, is you know, people don't think they need church until we need church. And and the sad part is sometimes you are blessed because you are already a part of a church family, a loving part, 
And um, but then there's other people who are in those situations who it's like, man, I wish you had that community. You know what I'm saying? And you want to say those certain things to them about just how blessed it is to have the community to be a part of and be there when you need them. Um, but yeah, I think people don't realize. I mean, you mentioned to me several times just getting up and going to the bathroom, <laughs> the struggle that you faced with with that. What are some other things that you just you didn't know was going to hit you, and it just it it just kind of zapped you. I didn't realize the effect that uh, my heart was going to have over this. Uh, just my breathing issues, uh, the family that needed my attention, and I was unable to give to them. Uh, I had a son and granddaughter running around the house that we were both sick on the couch, and I couldn't get off the couch for eight days. Uh, then it carried on for almost three months from the time I was diagnosed to the time that I was finally released to go back to work. Uh, I think it was three months and two days, I believe. Uh, and that amount of time, it really humbles you. It makes you think uh, a lot about what you need to be doing in life, uh, the directions you should be going if you were going in the wrong direction, things you can change to be a better Christian, uh, just things that helped me uh, give me a lot of time to think about it, what I needed to be doing in life. Uh, that I wasn't doing on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, and I remember the um, when uh, you, and you said it was what three months from the time you got it. To, I mean, you only had COVID probably for what ten days, two weeks, but the three month period. And I remember uh, the last time when you were in the hospital, and I talked to you, and, and you were coming home, and I said, "We," and you said, "Well, I'm not going to die." That's that's what they told me. I'm not going to die, but it's going to be a journey to recover. And I think that was probably the most frustrating part for you, at least talking to you, was it wasn't a day by day. I can say I'm getting better. It's almost week by week. And talk about the patience that you learned through that whole process. Like like the one said, it was it was a battle. It was me in my mind thinking that okay, I've got I've got COVID. Give me a couple of weeks, ten days, I'll be over it. I'll be back to myself. Uh, but this was a long journey to get back to where I would probably say I'm 80% now uh, versus 100% I was at the time. Uh, just a battle and emotional and tear on your body that uh, pains that I've had that I haven't had in five years, 10 years uh, from old incidents in my past. It, it, it woke all those up and made them alive again where I'm fighting pain that I haven't fought in 10 years on a daily basis now. Uh, but I keep praying about it. I keep going to do what I have to do, and the uh, uh, Lord will see me through it. Uh, I know he will. Uh, it's just something that I have to keep battling and keep doing. Uh, I'm thankful for the chance to do it again. Like I've told Dewan, I'm above the dirt, not below it. It's uh, I, I know a few people that have, didn't make it through it. Uh, so that that's a blessing in itself to be able to have the chance to still witness to somebody. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I know uh, just from my story, that I've shared with you and that others have shared with me is, is that we hate you. You went through this, but man, you were an example for a lot of people. And, and I know uh, a lot of people were on the fence about, you know, getting vaccinated, but then we, we saw Chad, huh? Let's go get vaccinated, which is, is a bad thing. But then, but then I want a personal story for me is, you know, especially during January and February, which was the time you were the worst, and, and, and not only you, but, but our community. That was when we had just, it, it seemed like every day, Chad, somebody was being diagnosed. It was it was dark. It was just dark days for me as a pastor. But it was, I remember the day, 
and you I didn't even know you were coming to church and you walked in and you were dragging that old oxygen bottle behind you and you walked in and, and for the first time and it was just I don't know there's something that's like in that darkness all right we're gonna be all right and and, and we're gonna get through that and so um, I just appreciate your commitment and your dedication and and it took you a couple months before you got back on the drums but but you're back up there now full swing but one more thing a, a couple of things real quick before I get off here because I really appreciate you you getting on and you've told just how the struggle was and I'm a firm believer that um, you don't go through something like that and it changes you and so how is how would you say your relationship with with Jesus being a disciple of Jesus how has this changed you as far as that is concerned I think the biggest major change is maybe wake up every morning thanking the Lord for another day because uh, I wasn't sure I was going to have another one. Uh, and that's just a daily daily thing now. Uh, just like every day before I go to work, I get my breakfast, uh, I sit down and have a 15-minute devotional uh, before anybody shows up. Just time alone with me and the Lord, uh, which is a calming, calls me for the rest of the day. Uh, pretty, just lays me back and gets my mind on track. Uh, get to read a couple of scriptures every morning. Uh, that's made me focus that I need to spend more time with the Lord. Uh, quit worrying about the worldly things going on in life. Uh, just spend time focused on what's important in my life. Uh, and I, like I said, it was a battle, uh, but I think it was for a reason. Amen. Yeah, I think so too, man. It's amazing because uh, I know you always go get breakfast at the same place before you go to work, and you've always told me, I read my scripture, and it's just amazing how it changes your day. I mean, if you start with God, how it just changes your day. Well, Chad, man, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. And um, if if anybody does not have anywhere to be, Sunday morning, 1045, we'd love to have you at the Covenant Church. Um, and you can meet Chad. He'll be up there on the drums. Uh, he'll wave at you when you come in. Um, but we are going to be continuing our sermon series on uh, the seven deadly sins where we're going to talk about wrath this Sunday. So um, thanks for tuning in, Chad. Thank you again for joining us. The pleasure is all mine. All right. I appreciate it. Hope everybody has a good week. Bye.